do? I got second place. I lost before V. And today? I was, I was 700 pounds late because I didn't really know the weight of the tractor. And I was the first time I ever pulled her. And today. Today. Well, let's talk about today. <laughs> I put her in a 16,000 pound class. I put her into her gear. They were all 280, 290. One was 310, maybe 312. And you were? I put her in at 370 feet right in the sand pond. The only mistake I made, I didn't put her right in the registration booth with the girl. <laughs> Well, there you go. That was one of the best introductions ever for you, Odom, don't you think? Yes, I do. That was very nice. Thank you. Nice job.
Well, we care about you. I mean, you're kind of a big deal, so we do care about you. Well, I don't think about that, Jason. I think I think the big deal is the one running this show right now. Come on, Jason Schultz. I mean, you saw that beautiful, beautiful picture there of Jason Schultz in the mortgage uh, ad. I think that's awesome. <laughs> well, in case if anybody needs a mortgage, I'm not a – you know I'm not afraid of a shameless plug. You know that, Lord. <laughs> Love you, buddy. Yeah, love you too. <laughs> Welcome everybody to Let's Grow Pulling Live. My name is Jason Schultz. We do this every Monday night, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. And we did keep Jeff Holdem up past his bedtime tonight. So we're going to try to be kind to him as kind as we can. No, we're not. This show is <laughs> no, we're not. Not really. This, this show is sponsored by the Outlaw Truck and Tractor Pulling Association. And my cohorts, Charles Posh. Now you got to point it, Jeff. <clears throat> Charles, can you point Charles, it, Jeff? Point. Point, Charles. That's Jeff over there. Now, Jeff. He's a little, he's a little slow. Jeff, you point at Paul. Okay. Paul, oh, you point at Cody. Smart like dump truck. Brent pointed Big Rye. Look at that. Sweet. I don't have to point at anybody. I suck at that game. That's the first time we've ever done that and not had, like, have to change. <laughs> so, a lot of people call this Hollywood Squares. We're not. We're not square and we're not Hollywood, but Jeff, we are excited to have you, buddy. So, well, thank you for having us, guys. I appreciate it very much. Great opportunity. Thank you. So, uh, Jerry Setter says that Jeff is a big deal. We agree. Um, <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> uh, Brad Cottle says he met you at Benson and he bought a t shirt. So awesome. He hasn't stopped wearing it, it hasn't gone through the laundry yet. Yeah, it, it might stand on its own if you took it off. Is that what you're telling me? Uh, probably. Uh, Brad, man, it did. Hey, yeah, get get the seventy five cents and throw it in the wash, bud. You'll be fine. <laughs> well, Jeffrey, can you start at the beginning, like you know, your pulling career, how it all got started? Not everybody knows about your diesel life and stuff like that. So. Yeah, we we started back. Uh, we started back in 20, uh, uh, 2001. 2001 is when we started uh, diesel diesel pulling. Uh, Local level, uh, and then we came on board uh, with the Ohio State Tractor Pullers, and we started and campaigned the, the uh, tractor called Loaded Gun, and we did that all the way up uh, through the year of 2009, uh, and then 2010, we brought out our first alcohol tractor, changed the name a bit uh, to Fully Loaded, uh, had some problems with some kids at school, uh, wearing their shirts and uh, having the word gun on it and all this other stuff, so they had to turn the shirts inside out, et cetera. Uh, so long story short, we came up with another line, uh, another line for the for the name, uh, and we wanted to kind of keep the loaded gun. But uh, so instead, we figured with the alcohol version, we'd call it fully loaded. Uh, and it, it runs on alcohol now. Uh, so that's kind of how we started in 2010. We did the state circuit uh, in 2010, meddled a little bit with the Lucas Oil Pro Pulling League in the 2010 uh, area uh, year rather, uh, and then 2011. Uh, we started full-time with uh, Lucas Oil Pro Pulling League uh, and then hit uh, at various NTPA events and Ohio State events and local local polls, that type of thing, uh, when time allowed. Um, but, yeah, we've been pulling, uh, pulling for 20-plus years now, uh, which does not seem that long. I'll look back on it. Uh, it has been a while, but uh, as we're going through and continue to go through, it's not been, it does not seem to be, appear to have been that long. But you got some pictures on there. Uh, that's the old track boss sled from Mike Stimmel, National Ohio, a loaded gun diesel super stock polling, uh, one of the state events there. Uh, photo courtesy of Dave Dan there. And then now we've transferred, obviously, to the uh, blaster fully loaded uh, alcohol tractor. Uh, again, we did that in 2010. And uh, Blaster came on board, uh, let's see, this is year five, uh, the conclusion of year five for this. 
so they came on in uh, 2016. Uh, prior to that, you might have remembered the blue tractor, the Carlisle tractor, three years prior to that, uh, 2013 on. Um, that was when Carlisle Tools was our primary sponsor. Uh, but uh, we've been uh, very fortunate with our sponsors and sponsorships through the through our time uh, here on the national circuit uh, from just about 2010 on. Uh, Napa Auto Parts has been on board uh, as a sponsor. Uh, again, we've had Carlisle Tools in the past. Uh, our current uh, primary sponsors is uh, Blaster Products, manufacturers of PB Blaster. Um, also, I have to mention uh, great friends at uh, Breck Biller and B-Tech Scales. Awesome family company, awesome uh, job, and a huge uh, supporter and promoter of uh, our, our team and the sport. Uh, and then uh, we picked up uh, AC Avalanche, uh, which is a division of Blaster Products here uh, uh, this summer uh, for the first year and then also for next year. It's a do-it-yourself uh, refrigerant uh, for your car, truck, uh, semi, uh, basically the, uh, it's a refrigerant in a can and you just plug into your system and do-it-yourself type deal for AC Avalanche. So uh, to tell you what, the sponsors make a huge, huge help force. Uh, we would not be able to do what we do today if we did not have our sponsors. And it's been just an awesome, awesome experience. Yeah, I don't know anybody who's done a better job with sponsors than you, Jeff. You've done an amazing job. No, Thank I'm you. very proud of you for that. So. Thank you. It, it takes a lot of time and it's a lot of work. And I know you guys know that, that are on the show here. I know you know all about it. Uh, it, you know, social media, you know, we, we, we try to do uh, several posts a week, if not one a, one a, one a night. Uh, that gets very, very time consuming. Um, I've kind of slacked off, uh, not intentionally, but we've been busy. Uh, you know, most, that's a funny thing, too. Most people think, you know, oh, it's the off season. You got tons of time. Uh, no, uh, we don't. Uh, we are completely slammed right now with sponsorships, uh, negotiating contracts for this next year, upcoming year, uh, re redoing contracts uh, with our existing sponsors, uh, going out actively seeking additional sponsors. Um, we are probably just as busy, if not more busy now, uh, with more, unfortunately, office work, which I know, Jason, I know you know all about the office work, and it's great times, I know. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, a, it's a very busy time for us this year. And, and really, in the whole world of tractor pulling, we only get about a month to a month and a half off. And that's usually right after the National Farm Machinery Show, before, so we can have a little breather before we start the summer circuit. So uh, we're just plugging away day by day as we can get things done here. So we're trying, and uh, we try to keep you guys updated as to what we've got going on. Jeff, what made you go, what made you go from diesel to Elkie? What was the decision? Um, that's when we were pulling in a state circuit and, and what we were seeing back then, uh, and it's true now, but what we were seeing back then is the diesel tractors would have to be pushed, uh, the diesel tractors would have to be pushed so hard in order to compete with the alcohols that if we were going to increase our performance or, uh, an, uh, attempt to better ourselves uh, on the state circuit at that time, uh, you know, what do we do? You know, do we throw a bunch of money into this diesel where we're, you know, the boost pressure is, is way higher than what the alcohols are running. Um, you know, do we do put all the modifications into this? Um, the tractor we bought and uh, had um, was very, um, I'll say simple, uh, as far as um, it wasn't a component chassis. It was a, it was a stock rear end, uh, had two aluminum frame rails that surrounded the engine and then a, and a modified combine, combine uh, front end axle. Uh, the, that uh, we used uh, in order to get the tractor around with, obviously. Um, so it was very um, simple. Uh, in order to put a bunch of money into it, you know, was the rear end going to hold if we dumped a bunch of money into the motor? 
was the chassis going to work? Was the, the non-component rear end, the, the stock 4010 housing, was that going to work? Um, and so talking with some fellow pullers and some friends, what we did was we decided to uh, sell that uh, <laughs> chassis and tractor as a complete unit. It went across the pond. It's now being cam campaigned over across the pond there. It, uh, it's called Loaded Deer. Uh, they have their own social media sites. Uh, you guys can follow them along uh, with what they've got going on with that tractor. It's still uh, active today. Uh, and we decided then to put our resources and efforts and money into building a new chassis that would be strong enough to handle the horsepower that was going to be made down the road. Uh, and that was that primarily was the deciding factor. Makes sense to me. You're just joining us, Jeff Hodum, obviously, uh, fully loaded motorsports, the blaster, the deer um, with us tonight, does a great job. If you have any questions, any stories, anything about Mr. Hodum, please type them into the comments. We're more than happy to ask them to Jeff. Um, let's talk about 2021, Jeff. How did the season end up? What well, 2020 was goofy, obviously, with COVID. And then right. I think 2021 was more of a full circuit like we're used to. How did you end up for the season? And let's talk about 2021 a little bit. Yeah, 2021, we ended up uh, fifth place on the national uh, for Lucas Oil and the Pro Polling League on the Champions Tour. Ended up fifth. Uh, through NCPA, we had uh, significant problems uh, and, and uh, a crack block when we went to Bowling Green. We tried to, tried to take it easy on the motor and try to just make a lap at Bowling Green, uh, which really turned around and, and really just kind of bit us right in the backside. Uh, we dropped the gear and, and kind of wound it up a little tighter than what we normally would have just so we can get the, the less torque on the motor to try to keep that crack block surviving and safe to make it at least one run and, and uh, another one. That didn't prove out so well because we slowed down the tire speed, allowed the tires to hook up more, and we picked the front end up in the air and slammed it down a couple times and did a little bit of chassis uh, belly pan damage. But uh, so that wasn't so great. So we were came into Bowling Green through NCPA in fourth place, and we ended up in seventh for the year. Uh, we only had the, the four hooks, the two at Bowling Green and the two at uh, Rockwell, Iowa. Uh, but uh, PPL was pretty decent. Uh, we did well. We had uh, we ended up obtained uh, fifth place out of 20 uh, pre-committed tractors. Um, so that's that's not too bad. Uh, we're pretty uh, pretty happy with that. Uh, and it, uh, like I said, we ran into some trouble with a cracked block, but uh, Blackburns were able to help us out greatly, get us the block in, uh, in, in a timely fashion, and uh, we we were fortunate enough to not miss a uh, pro polling league po uh, poll, and uh, we we were able to uh, make that happen. So. You did get one for one. I mean, don't don't diminish it. You did go to an OSTPA hook and, and win one. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we did. We went down to our hometown here in uh, Carrollton, Ohio, uh, and uh, we won one down there at our hometown. Which, if anybody knows, uh, winning at your hometown is not a not an easy feat. No, and you had to beat some, you had to beat some guys too. I mean. Yeah, they're uh, I saw the results. They were they, they're, they're, you, they're just, there was <laughs> there were several uh, several good tractors there on the on the state level at Carrollton, and uh, somehow we were lucky enough to uh, to make it happen and pull it off. Jeff, isn't this the week all the the Louisville invites kind of come? Isn't it kind of always Thanksgiving week? Yeah, usually, uh, and I, I I have not heard a single thing yet. Uh, sometimes you know, the mail, and especially with the whole COVID stuff, I know mail's a little slower now. Uh, but in years past, usually we see something on the website sometimes prior to getting notified. Uh, but usually you see something popping up, pop, uh, popping up on Facebook, you know, hey, we got accepted or hey, we got our, you know, thanks, but no thanks letter is like, as I like to call it, um, <laughs> you know, but uh, I have not heard a single thing. 
Uh, and I don't know, I, nobody's talking about it. I haven't heard a single thing, but yes, it's usually the right around the week of Thanksgiving. So uh, who knows, you know, it's only Monday. Well, we'll, do, we'll just keep talking about that. We'll just keep talking about that Polar's Championship then. That's all good with me. So, Yeah, yeah. Jeff, can you see that question on the screen and can you address that? Yeah, how does the tractor you run as of now help with weight distribution? As I can see or at least feel that you sit further ahead. Uh, previous tractor, the previous tractor on diesel. Um, well, you know, we, we, spend, uh, we spend a lot of money uh, to... Uh, and pullers in general, uh, spend a lot of money into having lightweight rear ends. Um, and the reason for that is the more power you make, uh, the more horsepower you have, the more torque is built, the more weight you're going to have to have be able to be moved to keep on the, the, the front end of the tractor to keep that down. Uh, so anything you can do to move weight forward uh, will help you and assist you in, in your performance uh, as you increase your uh, either turning your wick up on the boost uh, wastegates or if it, as you make more power through uh, the motor package that you have. Well said. Well said. Who, who do, what's uh, your chassis set up? Who, who built that? Uh, Carlin Motorsports in Alliance, Ohio. Gary and Kyle Carlin. They yeah. have uh, the campaign the tractor now called Black, uh, Bad Blood. Yep. Uh, they're a chassis builder. Actually, this is our second alcohol tractor that we currently have. Uh, well, I'm not currently have, but that we have had. Uh, they built the first chassis, and then now they have built this chassis as well. Um, excellent job. Highly recommend them. Uh, no, no chassis hookup issues, durability issues, anything like that. We, we have had very, very little problems, and it, it has had great success with it. How much crap do you guys take for not having a speck of green paint on a John Deere? <laughs> Charles, and I tell you what, next time we're together, when we raise the hood, I want you to look underneath that hood, bud, because there is green underneath the hood. So, uh, but yes, I know. Yeah, it, it's a kind of a running joke. You know, we started out green 2011. We switched over to Carlisle, which was blue. Then now we switched over to Blaster, which is, is red, black, orange, yellow-ish and everything. Yes, the tractor has identity confusion. The tractor needs counseling. The tractor needs a psychologist. <laughs> and as we continue to talk, I believe most of you will see that I probably need one too. Uh, however, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's yeah, you know, and, and that's, that's a nice thing too. I, you know, I, I guess I can let the cow out of the bag. We're putting a new power plant in uh, for the 2022 season and it's not going to be green. It's going to be a red one. So you, uh, uh, you kind of, when you posted that on online, that it was, uh, you, that was for sale. You you kind of yeah. broke the internet there for a while. Everybody's like, "Oh my God, what's Jeff doing now?" <laughs> I, right? I wasn't gonna ask. I wasn't gonna go there. But next time I see you, the raindrops won't be flying, and we'll still have a drink and talk about it. So <laughs> you wouldn't believe the number of messages, private messages, uh, phone calls, texts, whatever. Are you done pulling? Are you done? You're quitting pulling. You're quitting pulling. Then. Then you got the ones, you know, that said, hey, you're only charging 75000 for your tractor, your entire tractor. No, dumb, dumb, read the, read the post. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it just, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, you know, I kind of respond to a couple of them by the time, you know, by the, by the 50th millionth one is like, no, dude, read the post. You know, I'll just say eh, whatever. But uh, yeah, no, we're not selling the tractor. We're not getting out of pulling. No, it, it, we're selling turbos to, to input shaft is what's uh, what's being sold. And uh, we're having a completely uh, fresh new setup from Blackburn Race Components on a, uh, on a, on a what, what they currently campaign in their HD tractor, six cylinder HD tractor. That, Speaking that, of Blackburn, heavy loaded HD. 
Have ah. you always been Blackburn Power Plant, or when did you switch yeah. to them? No, uh, we uh, originally had, uh, well, because we came over from the diesel side. Um, so when we had Riverside Engines build our uh, first couple of alcohol motors, we tried a couple of different things. Uh, some things worked, some things didn't work. Uh, the one we ran in 2016, when we were on our first national championship, they were, um, that was a complete Riverside motor. Uh, when we started having um, troubles, and it, it was nothing to do with Riverside, but we were having some um, some fuel uh, system troubles, um, it, it like the lean out and detonate, it just wasn't running smoothly. We weren't able to obtain the information we needed to get, uh, and we finally uh, went to the dyno uh, up at Blackburns to get some assistance with the fuel system and some help with that, and we ended up kicking rods out. Um, so at that point, uh, we kind of said, well, Terry, what can Josh, you know, what can you do? What can you help us out with? And that's when we went to um, their uh, bottom end. It's still a Riverside head on the, the current engine now that we still have. Uh, but they, they adjusted the fuel system to their likings or their specifications, and they built us a, a, a bulletproof bottom end or what's been bulletproof so far, except for the little block issue we had this year. But uh, very good with an external oil system, the whole nine. But uh, yeah, so that's a, it was Riverside on the alcohol side, and then now we're Blackburn, and it's going to be a complete Blackburn deal here this summer for 2022. Push rod motor or overhead cam? Push rod, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think, uh, you know, I don't think there's a difference. Uh, I, you know, everybody's like overhead cam, overhead cam, that gets you so much more power. No, um, I don't see it. Um, I, I, I truly don't see it. The only thing that, the, in my opinion, the only thing overhead cam does for you is the fact that, you know, if you get into that excessive RPMs, uh, depending on where your RPM band range is for your torque and horsepower, but if you are in that high side of the RPMs, the uh, overhead cam will be much more durable, much have much longer long longevity. Um, or if something was to come loose, you know, say, you know, it came in neutral or something like that, and you got the excessive high RPM, your, your valve train, uh, not your valves, but your valve train, your, your rocker arms, the rockers themselves, and, and the, the camshaft, et cetera, you won't have the push rod tubes that will fail uh, on the high RPMs. I, that, I think, is a benefit. As far as performance-wise, I don't, I don't truly don't see – uh, a benefit in the overhead cam. Do you guys have yeah. a need for moving cam center line um, to avoid the clearance issues, or is that a, a 680 plus thing? Uh, no, we we are not in a we are not allowed to move uh, in our class. We are not allowed to move anything. No, I did. I didn't. Yeah, I get that. But is it, okay. would it be to your advantage if you did? Oh, sure. Well, I mean, I, I guess before I jump on sure, uh, I would assume so. Um, yes. Um, you know, you can get uh, you can get a little bit bigger stroke, uh, you know, that type of thing. You can maybe go a different bore size. Um, but just to but when you stay with that 650, though, you know what, what they've got, what's going on is, uh, you know, what they're at is the 650 and it's clearing with the stock cam location. So it's kind of a double headed edge question you're asking here, Charles. You're trying to get me wrapped up. <laughs> yeah, no, when it comes to valve acceleration, I, I you know, in, in that failure instance or whatever, I get your point to it, but, you know, it's seeking the, the performance threshold, you know, I, I always feel like on the stock blocks where that cam is, in, in supers anyway, and, and probably in pros versus for, for stroke reasons, not so necessarily cylinder pressure, but certainly for stroke reasons, Moving it does make a difference. So sure, just just taking your pressure on that. Blood yeah, pressure yeah. On that no, I I would one hundred percent agree with that. That it, yes, it would make a difference and probably be to the benefit of that. Yes. 
Um, I, I don't think we need to, or, or I don't think it's necessarily a certain uh, thing for our uh, 650 limit uh, that would need to be done, but it, will it be a negative if it did? No, would it be positive? Probably yes. But yeah, Mike, Mike's got a question on there. Blackburn HD is a push rod engine, isn't it? Yes, yes it, it is, is, Mike, yes. Yes, it is. That's a DNR block. That's correct. How uh, much yeah. does uh, your tuning depend on, you know, we, we talk, we, we had this conversation, I had this conversation with, with uh, Travis last week on the show Drive pressure versus boost pressure in the alcohol world, spark plug, it's a totally different game and, and how you measure those variables. You alcohol guys, you guys are wastegating and you can definitely build exhaust side pressures that will far exceed what you will ever need on on the the compression side. Talk about where that threshold is versus detonation and, and where you guys are what what sort of uh, uh, target you're trying to hit, um, boost pressure versus drive pressure, and, and venting out through the, the wastegate, and, and how that all works across the, the turbo systems you guys typically run. You want me to give away all my secrets, don't you? <laughs> well, you're, you're, we're going to try. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. Yeah. A for effort, guys. A for effort. <laughs> Pri privately, yes, but no. Yeah. Globally, globally, what sort of setup are you guys trying to achieve? We we it, we were told you'll get around the 120 mark uh, on boost pressure on on the on the plus side or on the on the compression side, uh, not the exhaust side, the compression side. You get around that 120 mark. You're still in you're still in okay territory. You get anything above that, then you're gonna start uh, you're gonna start working on it some more. Um, so that's that's kind of that's kind of the way we we follow through with things. Um, what can we do to keep the boost lower, but yet or well, you know a lot lower, but you know around that 120 mark. But what can we do to set up the tractor different? What can we do to set up our driving style different? You know, can we weight it different? Can we um, you know do you get different tire pressure? Um, you know, as far as uh, you, you want that um, exhaust pressure to not be super, super backed up uh, and not be much higher uh, or any higher than it needs to be, because that means your engine's not breathing when you ask about the exhaust pressure. Um, you've got to let the engine breathe. If you don't let that engine breathe, then that's going to be a problem. You're not going to get the performance out of it. You're going to keep that heat in there and it's not going to be good. Um, I know that's why some of the guys... Um, uh, in past times or uh, even some current guys are running four chargers now because that alleviates some of the back pressure, leaves some, alleviates some of the, the exhaust temperature on the, on the motor. Um, you've got to let that motor breathe. As much air as you can get in, that's your idea with the turbo, right? you got to get as much air in there as you can. Well, what do you do with that air if it can't get out? If it can't get out, it's like sucking through a coffee stirrer when you're trying to suck, you know, take a big gulp of, of Coke at McDonald's or whatever, you know, sucking it through a coffee stirrer. You know, you, you, you can't get it in and you got to get it out. I mean, you just got to, you just got to get it. You just got to get that out of there. If it's not, if you're not letting the motor breathe. You can constipate a motor real easy. Go ahead, Paul. No, I was just going to say you can constipate a motor real yes. easy. Yes. Yeah. Very much so. The, the point I'm trying to illustrate for everybody versus what we talked about last week with the diesels versus what the alcohol guys are con confronted with. It's two totally different paradigms with building these super stocks and really the the fight that the diesel guys are against is the tunability that the alcohol guys really do have available to them in doing this kind of thing and there's a drivability factor there that the alcohol guys do 
do have. Yeah. Just driving a diesel compared to an alcohol tractor is a thousand million times different uh, on your starting line takeoff, your whole shots. I mean, you know, diesels, you, you, you kind of wind up, wind them up and, and, and let them go sort of kind of, but you all regulate that through the clutch. Well, with ours, because the, 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 the it's still mechanical fuel injection, you've got to build boost. You got to get the RPMs up, get the other two, three and fourth stage of fuel going. And then you have to adjust the clutch uh, according to your throttle and according to what the track can take and as far as your whole shot's going to be. And it's totally different. If you if you know how to drive a diesel and think you can jump on an alcohol right away, you're probably going to be surprised. Same vice versa. If you jump on an alcohol and drive it, know how to do it, and switch to diesel, it's it's going to be a totally different ball game. Uh, so, so on that note right there, um, you talk about the drivability. On a diesel super, what – what footage are you roughly off the clutch and is how does that relate to an alcohol your tractor now i mean how are you at 75 feet and you're off the clutch or are you walking it out there or is it just mainly depend on the track 1000% depends on the track 1000% everybody will tell you a different answer everybody will tell you something the same you know very rarely will tell you something the same it, it is 1000% on the track I mean, if it's a nice tight track, you know, it's got some moisture in it, it's real tacky, real sticky, you can wind it up, turn it loose, and it doesn't take a whole lot of driving to get it down the track. If the track is anything but that, or the beginning of the track is anything but that, then it takes some driving to get it out there, because, you know, just the same as a diesel, same as alcohol, once you burn those tires off and you get them spinning so fast that it doesn't do anything but sit there and just fries the tires, you're not going anywhere, and it's not going to do you a darn bit of good. How hard do you fight that lack of linearity with with the, the mechanical, where you got to set a certain return pill, and so now maybe you're too fat on on the ignition side or the the idle side, and then you got to rise to a certain curve uh, when you're up on it. How how big of a pain in the butt is that in terms of tuning, and how bad do you rely upon past experience, not necessarily versus a track, but maybe versus a certain density altitude? Yeah. Um, altitude, barometric pressure, um, all that stuff plays a huge factor. Um, as far as changing return pills and stuff like that, a lot of that can be done on the dyno. Uh, and a lot of that uh, fine, uh, well, I guess I won't say fine tuning, but a lot of that tuning can be done on the dyno. Once you get that stuff figured out and set, at least in what we've got with our fuel system currently, and all every fuel system is different. But, uh, you know, we can just change a couple of nozzles out uh, in the intake itself uh, and we'll monitor the fuel pressures to make sure they don't go below a certain range that we have set and said to ourselves that uh, we don't want the fuel pressure to go below this range. Um, and as long as that doesn't happen, then we typically don't have to worry about your air pills. We don't have to worry about the fuel return pills. Uh, we just simply do it straight by nozzles in the intake once we've got it figured out. But to get to that, yes, it does take a little bit. Uh, and I know I see Adam's got a question on there. It says, how hard is it to tune for, say, the farm show indoors versus tuning for an outdoor event? Doesn't make a dang bit of difference, Adam, except for the fact that Louisville is in the dead nuts cold of February. So that is the huge deal. Um, indoors versus outdoors, uh, you know, same time, same thing. It, it, not a whole lot of difference, but the major difference is for the farm show to other outdoor events, which would be in the summertime, is because of the cool, crisp air. Uh, you've got to watch, too, in the springtime. Uh, the, the trees uh, are, are spreading their leaves and starting to, you know, bloom and, and, and everything's being green. Um, the, the oxygen is, is uh, very much uh, there uh, and it will be uh, less humid. Uh, humidity plays a huge part in it. 
Um, you know, the more, the more hot, more humid, the, the, the more sluggish the motors are going to run. I'm sure everybody's heard, oh, it's a cool crisp night. These motors are going to rock. These motors are going to race. <laughs> yeah, that's all good until they blow up because they leaned out and detonated. Um, you really have to adjust the fuel on that and you have to add some more fuel uh, to that or you're going to have uh, serious, uh, serious problems. To expand on that question, we've heard the, the comment for a lot of years about Farm Michelle where it's really cold. The door was open. The guys were cold. They didn't run for shit. How, how much does that matter going into that building and then you sit there in the corner by that cold door? Is that, is that a thing or are people just talking out their ass? Well, you, you, you gotta, there's many different uh, facets to, to what you just said to what they are either saying and or implying. Okay. It, it can, rem, it can be to the effect of, Hey, I've, I was started up, uh, you know, if you're a diesel, you can't start inside um, broadband, obviously um, you have to start up outside. Okay. So you start up outside, you warm everything up. Well, when I did that, I had to wait X number of minutes then I sat on the ramp with the door open. Okay, my motor's cooling down, my motor's cooling down. Okay, so are they complaining about the motor cooling down or are they complaining about the internal air temperature of inside Freedom Hall? Um, you kind of have to differentiate that to get an understanding of that. You know, if their motor did cool down too long, you know, that, that could very much be a problem, um, you know, because, we, I mean, you, you've we've all heard and we've all seen everybody out there spraying ether in these diesel motors and then cracking and banging and popping and sounding crazy. Uh, in the smoke tube, uh, well, that's it's it's cold. Okay, it, it's cold. It's the the motors got cooled down too much. Uh, it's through no fault of the driver. They probably thought they warmed it up enough, and and then brought it into Freedom Hall, and then well, they didn't get in there as soon as they thought they did, and so maybe they didn't leave it warmed up long enough. You know, it, it's 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 tough to it's tough to say what each individual problem is. I what I know is for our tractor when we warm it up uh, over in in Broadbent. Um, you know, we get it up to temperature. I take it up a uh, fair amount warmer than what I would at a normal summer pool because I know I'm going outside. Then we also take blankets and throw over to the front of the turbos uh, under the hood as we get it taken over to Freedom Hall uh, and until we get inside the ramp at Freedom Hall and take those blankets off. What that blanket does is prevents cold air from pushing past the turbos and through the intake and cooling down the internal components of the motor. Um, so that's what we, uh, um, you know, that's, that's how we've tried to battle some of that out but the biggest problem for us we've not necessarily i won't say that we haven't had issues down there because lord only knows we have um but the biggest problem for us is having the fuel setting right for the cooler crisp air um as far as the, once the engine is running and, and we're going down or trying to go down the track that's probably been our biggest problem the fact of us keeping internal engine temperature uh on the way to and from uh, broadbent to, to freedom hall has not been an issue whereas uh, much as the the right fuel setting uh, once we're in there and fired up. All right. Thank you. Thank you for indulging me in, in alcohol tractor school. I'm, I'm going to yield the floor to everybody else now. Kush <laughs> has been nerding out this whole time. He's like, you're oh, getting yeah. me. <laughs> I'll send you the bill, Charles. <laughs> All right. Well, my, Mike's got a question on there. Is Jeffrey going to get that crazy man Jeff Hurt to run all next summer? Uh, I will do my best because we sure missed him this year. Uh, you know, and 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 Jeff and 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 uh, Bill Hurt and Jess and, and and Terry and the rest of the family up there have done an awesome job trying to promote their business and build their uh, Bill's implement sales and the the the, the lawn care uh, tools and equipment they sell, the lawn tractors and the steel uh, equipment. 
Uh, they've done so well at that that they have been extremely, extremely, extremely busy. Uh, and that has been a, a major, uh, a, a good thing, <laughs> but as far as on the polling side of things, it's been a major detriment. Uh, so yes, we are going to encourage Jeffrey to, to get up there and, uh, get, get that tractor out there, hopefully get both of them back out there and, uh, we'll see how we can, uh, how we can do it. So Ryan DeBrew, a semi-puller, obviously, he pulled him. I love it. That, <laughs> that's a nice segue into what's the worst you've ever been called over the microphone i know personally i've been around you jeff i've heard different things but yeah, what's yeah. most you've ever butchered announcer butchered your name you know uh, like hot uh, ham or hot, hot ham hotham uh hotham uh you know it, it can be anything it, it, it's it, you know, I mean, the, the imagination can go wild. <laughs> you know, not, nothing super bad on the microphone. They, they've kept it pretty clean. Good, good deal. <laughs> Whenever we have a, un, you know, an unlimited super stock competitor, Jeff, we like to talk about the diesel versus the Alkies. What's your thought on that? Words, I mean, I love it as a fan. Honestly, it's been one of the most exciting things to talk about the last couple of years. You know, the farm show, the way they're combining it, and obviously having Colin come out. And play with you guys it kind of reminds me of the of the good old days but i was never a puller you know and travis schlabaugh touched on it last week and he wasn't around when the alki tractors kind of ruined the class in his mind and some of those older diesel super pullers still got some you know some whatever uh, right. to bear, if you will sure sure yeah you know i, I... I think it's great. Um, Colin and, uh, and the rest of the triple bypass guys, uh, they've got an excellent, excellent, excellent program. Uh, they've done their research. They've done their, their homework. They've got a, an excellent running tractor. Uh, and they are definitely a, a contender uh, in the alcohol class. Um, it's been, uh, I, 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 to be honest, I wasn't too sure how I would, uh, or how I, it would be uh, looked at or perceived by the fans. Um, you know, I initially got a, a lot of feedback that it was good and everybody was excited. I had hoped it would continue, which it has. Um, I didn't know personally myself how I would, uh, you know, do I, you know, what, you know, do we really want a diesel mixed in with the alcohols, that type of thing? But I tell you what, it's been, it's been pretty interesting to see um, how that does work. And, and I think it's a great um, uh, boost for the sport. Um, I think it, uh, it presents itself with a lot of uh, discussion uh, on what goes on, uh, the differences. I'm just on what we've spent the last, what, 15, 20 minutes talking about, I mean, the difference between alcohol and diesel. Uh, and I think the fans are doing that same thing. And I think it's creating a lot of uh, good, positive uh, feedback uh, with, with that happening. Um, so I'm, I'm glad to have Colin and, and Jody and, and the rest of the family uh, in in the, the the pulling world and and in our uh, class on Lucas Oil, uh, it's it's been great. So uh, you know, it, 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 but I tell you that they've got their stuff together. They do. They've done a very good job. I think if you look at the history of a pulling class, Jeff and all of us would agree, there's kind of highs and lows. And I think right now the unlimited superstock class has a lot of eyes on it. Honestly, because of Colin and what he's. I mean, we all. I guarantee every one of us on this show. Uh, you know, those first couple hooks, how did Colin do that? How did Colin do it tonight? Right. It's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like if they put in a new quarterback or something like that. So it's just, <laughs> it's been good. There's been a lot of eyeballs on your class. Not that they weren't going away, but it added a whole new mixture to it. So. Right. Yes, it did. And I think it really helped our class and, and in turn helped the sport as well. So yes, I, I, I agree with you hundred percent. Yeah. Speaking Absolutely. of quarterbacks, hold on. What's going on in this, this kind of looks like an offensive coordinator 
and a quarterback. Can you tell me what's happening here? Uh, that picture was at uh, Fort Recovery, and uh, we were discussing, uh, I'm not sure what. Uh, <laughs> not I don't know. I think we're probably we were looking over the track and discussing track and weight placement. I think at that point in time. Well, let's just go with that one. <laughs> so that is going to be. I'm going to make a meme tonight after the show say, and say, "Please, we need please to caption need this to photo. Caption this photo." <laughs> yeah, that uh, that'll be interesting to see. <laughs> I'll just try to have everybody keep it clean. <laughs> Colin Ross just did a virtual fist bump with you there. There you go. There you go. Yep. <laughs> Glad to have believe, you on, Colin. <laughs> I believe you guys are back in Hillsboro, right, yep. Brent? Yeah, as a tentatively, they are back. And yes. actually, I know pretty much know for a fact. Don, I heard him talking to Josh last year and said that they're going to be back. So, yeah, that Don uh, approached me there at the banquet and said, "Hey, uh, you know, you're back at Hillsboro, right?" And I, yes, sir, I do. Thank you. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's. Uh, Adam said, "Really good at the farm show in 2023 and the three to finals has not been some smoke tube malfunction. Red horse is going to put a diesel right in the conversation for winning." that deal all right yeah light pros and unlimited supers are in at hillsboro i think super farms and 4.1 limited pros are out is what i've been told so gotcha uh open supers are supposed to be back in toma from what i'm hearing i know that was one thing last year that really shook that crowd i mean you talk about a poll with loyal loyal fans is Toma Wisconsin's yeah. <laughs> right, they, yes. They love their unlimited supers up there. So Yes, I heard a bunch of scuttle that uh, that there was many people that weren't super happy about that. Now I, I have only have, uh, only had the opportunity, a uh, fortunate opportunity to pull there once uh, at Toma, but I enjoyed it and it was a good time and I would like to go back, but uh, we'll, we'll see what uh, what NTPA has. And I, th I believe if I'm not mistaken, NTPA's banquet's what the eighth, I think. So I think they're gonna have a tentative schedule coming out uh, there at the banquet. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, it'll, be third, it'll be the third, the weekend before that. Third, my bad. Yep, my bad. Okay. Um, hold on. Brent is our rain man. Brent Yarn is like anything we need to know. It's like we just asked Rain Man over there. So. <laughs> and he pops in, and that's a compliment to Yarn. He knows that. So. <laughs> well, Jeff, we first of all we want to like to segue into the Pullers Championship. We want to thank you uh, for being our class rep. For the Alkies, the light, the light class and the unlimited super stock class. I always calling away says, Jason, it's not, <laughs> it's not the heavy class. It's the unlimited class. So they're, they're calling <laughs> um, but we, we've been working on this for months behind the scenes. And we made a list. We basically made you the class rep before I even told you you were going to be the class rep. I called you, you were down at the PPL banquet and I was texting you and you guys were drinking. I saw some of your Snapchats with Blackburn. <laughs> Looks like you're having a good time and uh, probably should come along next year just as a film crew. Make sure you guys get back to the hotel. Okay. But <laughs> for blackmail. Blackmail yeah, purposes. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Hold on. Were what? you involved in were you involved in that whole karaoke thing? What karaoke thing? Guess not. <laughs> or at least that's what we're gonna go with, right? <laughs> that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Come on. <laughs> come on. But we felt we felt it was important to have a, a representative for each class that they trust and know, and they could ask questions to. And uh, we picked you, and we thank you. You know, you are, you yep. know, you're letting all the the invitees know uh, that they're invited, and they need to sign up by the end of the year, otherwise they lose their spot. Correct. Um, Brent, what did we do for the unlimited class? Was it top five? How did you? How did we pick the top yep. ten? 
Yep, top five from each. Um, and I believe Colin finished top in both. So there was only nine instead of ten that got invited. So right now there's going to be three fan votes, and any that go unclaimed, we'll switch over to that. So then and for currently the we have three of the nine committed. So who's registered? You'll have to wait for the post, Ryan. <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs> I post every single one in our group chat. They're in. <laughs> Yeah, they're in the they're in the group chat there, Big Ray. You should know. Well, you should know the two. The I know. Two. I was trying to tip our hand to the fans. Well, they're just <laughs> nope. Nope. Wait for it. Watch the page. Wait for it. Yes, such teases. All of you are such teases. I'm telling you. <laughs> you ain't seen nothing yet. I We're still got my clothes on. Well, here, let, let, let me let me let me let me. I can I can do this because it's me. We will be there. <laughs> All right, so there, there, fans. I, I gave you one. <laughs> yes, you did. Yeah. Yes, However, you did. I, I, I do have to throw a disclaimer in. I, we will. I promise we will do our absolute best to be there. However, if the new motor is not quite done yet and the old motor is sold, we might have a problem. But I will do my best. Absolute one thousand percent. Do my best to be there. Jeff, so we will create a pedal there? tractor class for you. Right? Can we do that? You see my That'd fat. Be awesome. You see my fat butt on a pedal tractor. You shouldn't me. That is like seeing <laughs> seeing you on a pedal tractor. Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, well, maybe I'll have to stick the garden tractor motor in there just to get out on the track and call it good. Just make it. Hey. Yeah. Wind that sucker up to twelve thousand RPM and, <laughs> and stand back. <laughs> Roos, this is your. It's we're we're getting to that part of the show where we're gonna let Jeff go to bed. So. We are, but I do want to ask Jeff one more thing because Jeff, uh, I don't think answered it yet. What do you do for a living, Jeff? Uh, we work on the work on the family farm and, and help a neighbor out that actually farms this this property. Uh, I work for the city of Canton, and uh, between that, tractor pulling and sponsorships, that's about it. What about your OnlyFans? What about your OnlyFans page? <laughs> I have one of those. Oh, oh, you, 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 yeah, you, right? You found my, you found my secret. Well, you, page. you sent us a schedule. I don't know what it was all about, but <laughs> what? Please tell me what all did you see on my secret page? <laughs> oh, I saw that was required. I paid for it. Wow, everybody's talking at once. There must be a lot of stuff on there. <laughs> yeah, this show has gone down the rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, that escalated quickly. Yeah, yeah, it still kept clean though. Doing a good job here. The filter is working yeah, right under the bus. Right under the bus. Yeah. All right, Jeffy. So let's say that um, you can steal the keys, figuratively speaking, to any pulling vehicle, past or present, hmm. and you can pull it anywhere except for the farm show, Toma, and Bowling Green. What are you taking the keys to? Where are you pulling, and why? Oh my. Hmm. Um, well, uh, let's see. Probably, I, you know, I, I probably have to choose a class, uh, and that would probably be a toss-up between the Unlimited Mods, and I know this is going to be weird, but Unlimited Mods or the Mini, mini Rod class. Not weird at all. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, you go from, like, super huge grandioso to something small but mighty. Yeah, yeah, it, just, it might be a little weird to some, but anywho. Uh, Power to weight ratio is right there. What's that? Power to weight ratio is right there. That's, that's, you know what? You're right. You're right. 
You're right. But as far as one specific, one particular, in particular one on each of the classes, now, you know, I don't really care. Just give me, just give me, just give me one and let me have fun and give me, well, give me the other one too and let me have fun. So yeah, you know, just give me both. I want both. Where do you want to pull them? Ah, uh, pull them. Uh, you know, most favorite pull is right now is probably Farley Iowa. Attack is really good out that way. Um, and I think that would be uh, that would be awesome to be out there uh, at Farley on one of those uh, awesome machines here, the, the the big unlimited mods or the or the mini rods. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. And you're right. That, that'd be a heck of a track to do it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they did a very good job in the past two years out there on those tracks. And I'm sorry, we're not going to be out in Farley, Iowa this year. Uh, they just they had to, they did a coin toss, I guess, uh, you know, and then uh, they had to let uh, one class go. So we will not be there this year, but uh, hopefully I can get a hold of get with RJ and we can get something there for uh, the, the 2023 uh, season. You want it? You want a cell phone number? Uh, I have him on Snapchat. <laughs> But I mean, we yeah, well, then tell him you want to drive one of his uh, one of his uh, modifieds and go up there and do it. Right. You know he'd give he you know he'd give you the shot. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Probably buy it. But, right. <laughs> Good. Just write the check. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm putting uh, uh, RJ Simon's cell phone number in the chat right now, and I want everybody <laughs> watching to text him and tell him put Jeff in the mod. <laughs> Everybody, please send RJ Simon a text right now. I don't care what you say. But oh I my God. Blow up this phone. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> trying to kill me and you. Yeah. <laughs> Post, meanwhile, is falling off of his chair. Long overdue. Oh my goodness! There it is. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, in in the event that this goes the way you want it to. And he tosses you the keys, so to speak. Right. You owe us. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Just throwing that out there. I, I, RJ, I RJ's the kind of guy to be like, yeah, go pull it, hold him. I mean, that's how you would do it. So. <laughs> I might have thrown y'all a couple of free t-shirts or something, huh? <laughs> Just take us off of Mexican when it's raining. Like we did in Morocco. <laughs> right. that, that's actually the better deal. I'm just going to be, be honest because Ben, they've done that. Right, that was a good time, and then then they get suckered into a live video that says, "Are we gonna pull? Yeah, we're gonna pull it." And then we have to lie to the fans. Thanks, Ryan. Awesome. Oh no! Oh, no, 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 no! You didn't no, catch no. the hell for that. I did. You you are operating on best available information. <laughs> At the time when we left, we were still going pulling. Yes, we were. It's true. Best available information. That's right. that's that's the keywords for any of that stuff. There you go. And it was a classic video. Man, it was. You, you said I just it with, about dropped my phone laughing. You said it with conviction. I was like, they're pulling. So now, much conviction. You said that. I'm like, they are pulling. <laughs> Jeff's going to speak it into existence. Right. <laughs> well, we were, we were driving from Rock Valley to Rockwell to watch you knuckleheads and trying to decide what's going on. And, uh, and Hodum's like, we're going pulling. He's saying this while it's raining in the parking lot of the Mexican <laughs> restaurant. So I'm like, okay, I, I'm an optimist too. Everybody that's been around me, I've I put on poles when I should have pulled the plug. So it's all good. <laughs> right. That was a shame too, because those guys after, out there today. After that video was after that video was shot, I ruined a set of vans in the pit area trying to make shit happen. So I'll just go in there. 
Uh, I was getting ready to say those guys did a heck of a job out there, and I felt really bad for those guys out there at Rockwell. I mean, they 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 put their hearts and souls into that place and had an awesome track, and it just was terrible that the weather didn't cooperate. But you know what? That's Mother Nature. Can't do it. Uh, can't do it any different way. Whatever it's going to be, it's going to be. We were just glad to have you there, buddy. I never yeah. got the chance to thank you, but from the bottom of my heart, thank you for coming. We really did have a great time. No yes, problem. Rain or not, I mean. <laughs> We spent 45 minutes talking trash in your hauler in a downpour. Yes, we did. And it was one of the best 45 minutes I've spent in a long time. Right. You know, it's, listen, you come over to, to the fully loaded trailer, you, you just, you're always going to have a good time. I mean, you know that. You guys more right. want time. Amen the sound system isn't going, we're talking trash. And vice versa. <laughs> right. Little known fact for all of you who are watching at home who don't know Jeff, <laughs> Jeff is also a heck of a DJ. His, he's also uh, got the, his hauler is always kind of party central. He's also got the biggest the biggest screen TV in any hauler you're going to find. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes that creates a little bit of troubles, but, you know, that's okay. Everybody gets over it. <laughs> so just a friendly reminder, everybody, please text RJ Simon at 563. Five eight zero three three zero four. Tell them you want the unlimited supers back in Farley, Iowa, in twenty twenty three. And we want Jeff in the mod. What, you know, which is it now? I thought we we want the unlimited supers. I'm driving the mod. Which is it? Well, we're at, we're, hey, we're gonna. Why not ask for both? <laughs> RJ's done crazier things. No, that is true. The truth be told, I, I you know I'd rather have the supers back at the. Not that I would turn down the opportunity to drive one of the mods, but I would rather have the supers back there if I had to take my pick. But uh, anywho. <laughs> Maybe we can not. Uh, maybe we can kill two birds with one stone. From the team that created the Pullers Championship, we present to you both opportunities. <laughs> oh my lordy! <laughs> I hope I hope Simon gets. We got we have uh, two hundred and twenty-two people watching live right now, so I'm hoping that we can uh, we can pin that down. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Jeff, um, you're a great ambassador for the sport. The first time I really got to meet you was. Uh, at Louisville, my first year, well, my first and only year down there, I got to sit next to you at the autograph table, and that was pretty awesome. That, that was, was a good I time. remember that. That was hilarious. Yes. We, we Especially raised so much. Why the hell would anybody want Jason Schultz's autograph? <laughs> <laughs> I believe that question was asked by Jeff. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of the... I was kind of the pedal tractor at the table, if you looked at the classes. <laughs> it was kind of like... I kind of looked down the... Like, oh, this is pretty neat that i'm here <laughs> and here's your pull-off tractor <laughs> oh my no that was a good time I, I still remember that to this day jason we had a we had a blast and it's not been the same since you haven't been back <laughs> well i gotta gotta win a points championship to get back there so uh, we'll, well see how that goes bitter so. patter let's get at her come on let's get at her boy. <laughs> but jeff you're the letter kenny reference that's right letter kenny. i love what oh, yeah. you we love what you do for pulling. We love the sponsorship that you're bringing. The the, the all just the notify you know the notarization of it. You know we can get sponsors in this sport, so thank you for that. And then thank you so much uh, from the bottom of all of our hearts for helping us with our dream, and that's this Polar's Championship. And you know everybody likes you. I think everybody respects you. We're not going to get into that right now, but everybody likes you. <laughs> half and half with some, you know. That's all right. We'll take it. Hey, so Jeff, before you. we let you go, I do have one serious question. And uh -oh. this is for the pullers out there who are who are having problems getting sponsorships. 
What's step one, Jeff? It's it's not easy. Okay, it's not easy to acquire sponsors. You have to actively. You, you, there's multiple steps, uh, and I like I've told everybody. Um, you know, reach out to me. I, I've got no problem. Uh, you know, helping people out and trying to gather things. We've actually come full circle now. We've actually have a, a, a binded laminated portfolio that we hand out uh, to potential sponsors. Um, you, 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 have to, you have to have something to sell to a company before they're gonna give you any money. Um, and, and by sell, I mean everything that you see at our trailer, um, a, 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 a business name on the tablecloth. I know it's simple, but it's a spot on the tablecloth, on the hero cards, on our shirts that we sell to the to the fans, um, the flags on top of the trailer, the flags on the on the bottom of the trailer. Every logo, every inch, every centimeter on that tractor has been paid for by the sponsors' names that you see there. Um, you have to have stuff to sell. So until you get something to sell to them, you're not going to be able to be very successful or uh, you know, you might get a couple of people that, that, that quote unquote, feel bad for you and give you a couple hundred bucks here and there. But, you know, to, to, to land um, something that is um, beneficial, uh, you need to you need to have your stuff together, your package together as far as what you're able to give them in return for them giving you cash or product or however you work your sponsorships out. Um, you, you have to do that. You have to be organized. Um, you, you have to. Yeah. Um, just like you know the the tv airtime you know we we in our contracts we don't guarantee tv airtime because nobody can guarantee tv airtime it's whether or not they give it they get you on screen and and whether they do or they don't and whether leslie comes and interviews you or or she doesn't you know there's no rhyme or reason to it so we, you can't promise that but you actually have to have stuff look you have the opportunity to see have your company name be seen on the tractor on not just one time airing because it's rerun on mav tv mav tv plus on numerous times uh, RFD TV uh, numerous times throughout the, the the season or throughout the winter or however you you know you present it to them you know it's not just a one and done type thing um, you know you have to be you have to think outside the box enough to where you you've got and I'll say it again you've got to have something that you can sell them for what they're going to get their return on investment their ROI what are they going to get you know they they're giving you ten thousand dollars what are they going to get back for that. Um, we have stuff on our website, we do social media, we do tagging, all the stuff and everything we tag on social media, everything that's on our website, it's paid, it paid for in some form, some way through the sponsors uh, and that's what they get for the sponsorship. Um, so I, I get, you know, is that, does that answer the question or did I kind yes, of dodge yeah. around it? I mean, <laughs> no, you, you did. The, the point that I was trying to make is that in order to pull in a sponsor, you have to have something that they want. Yes, and absolutely. you all have something that they want. All of you guys out there right now who wish that you were sponsored, who wish that your tractor was was wrapped in blaster stuff, you all have something that they want. It's up to you to figure out, put pencil to paper, and figure out what that is. I've looked at Jeff's sponsorship packet. It's 30 pages. I mean, and this is not meant to try and scare anybody. It really and truly isn't. You can do this. They can help. Jeff will. Uh, Jeff can point you in the right direction. I can. Right. Cody can. Posh can. All of us, and, and all and, of us are pretty easy to track down on social media. Right. If you have and, questions about that kind of stuff, ask about it. Because I've heard we, lots of people talk about how old, you know, crying and kind of, you know, 
complaining, well, we can't get sponsors. Well, what are you doing to attract them? Right. And, and what we've done to make it easier, and, and well, at least we think anyway, this, this go, I mean, we've revised this whole sponsorship portfolio. Uh, well, Ryan, since you've seen it, it's probably been revised two or three times. We're on completely something different than what you've seen so far. But anyway, uh, it, it's, it, we, we've developed what we, what I call sponsorship tiers. Um, and basically what that is, is, is six different uh, tiers um, that uh, start out at, uh, I think it uh, starts out at uh, $2,500 and it goes all the way up to $60,000 with a three-year commitment reoccurring at $60,000 each year. Um, and, and the $2,500 gets you, if I remember right, it's like an eight by 10 decal on the side of the tractor annually. Um, the $5,000 tier is the next tier. That gets you, uh, say, in, um, a, a 12 by 15 decal with this, this, and this, okay? Then the, then the next step is, well, you get everything that was included in the tier one, tier two, plus you get this. Um, you know, so it, it, and it, that, and, and those are not rigid things within that sponsorship, okay? Um, if they like, well, I'd rather have a feather flag on top of the trailer as opposed to a feather flag down on the on the bottom uh, on the ground level. Okay, that's fine. We can do that. That's no problem. The stuff is not set in stone. These are just based on ideas or what I think uh, that people maybe or companies potential uh, sponsors uh, would be interested in, uh, and that, and that's kind of how we've done it. And that's kind of what we've we've uh, developed in order for a simplistic way to present our. This is what we have to offer we want in turn from you, we want this. And, and that seems to work. And another thing I'll tell you too is uh, that I wanted to say earlier, you, you've got, it helps if you know somebody somewhere that can get you started, even if it's small, something that'll get you, and I don't want to put a number on it, but you know, something small, don't go for a big fish right away. You're not, you're not going to, you're, you're going to kill yourself. Number one, you're going to, you're going to waste your time. Number two is you're going to kill yourself trying to do so. Number three, you ain't going to get anything because nobody nobody knows you because this, uh, let's just face it, the sport of truck attractive bowling is not NASCAR, okay? So you've got to be cautious on how you approach and what you approach. But once you get your foot in the door, start running with it and build and build and build and build. The, to, to get to where we have been so very fortunate to be at now, it's taken 11 years. Because we didn't do anything with sponsorships prior to the, you know, in the diesel days. We didn't start sponsorships probably till 2000. Well, the end of 10, 11 is kind of when Napa first came on board. But, uh, you know, it's, I mean, that's, we're, we're just now getting very um, grateful for the, for the amount of effort that we've put into it. And it's taken 11 years to get here. Uh, so it's not going to happen quick. If it does happen quick, God love you. More power to you. Ride it as long as you can and, and knock yourself out. Um, yep. But uh, it, it, I'm telling you, it's not going to happen quick. Jeff, one, that's awesome, Jeff. One final question on the screen there. <laughs> Jerry, what can I get for 100 bucks? <laughs> oh, Jerry. Depends on how many cases of glass jars there are involved as well. Now that, enough well, cases of glass jars, you might be able to get fathead on the hood. Right, right. Yeah, you know, I mean, you, you know, if you actually, Jerry, you can just keep your hundred bucks and just send over a couple of glass jars. We'll call it good. <laughs> world, exclu world exclusive Napa Napa sponsorship. What's Ron Caps doing next year? Uh, I can't answer that question. Good, oh, good man. Way to protect yeah, it. Yeah, good yeah. job. 
can't answer that question. I, 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 I can't answer that question. <laughs> if we go to PRI this year, do we see you? Uh, I, you know, uh, that's coming up here, wasn't it? But it's about two weeks, isn't it? Something yeah. like that. No, yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, to be honest, I've never been there. Um, I probably go. need to make an appearance. Go. Yeah. That's a what? Indy, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that might not be a might not be a bad uh, little getaway there. We'll have to see. Like I said, I've never been. I've always wanted to go. I just never, uh, you know, now that I know you guys are going to be there, I'll probably stay away. But, I mean, uh, I would be more than happy to come see you. <laughs> now, there goes my offer to register you in my name. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Charles, you know I love you. <laughs> Seriously, if you want to go, I will register you in my name. You can go I'm because I can't make it. So, if you want to go, let me hit me up. Yeah, let, let, let's talk. Uh, let's talk off uh, off the show here, and uh, we'll see what. Yeah, let me let me see what's going on here. Let me check my schedule and everything. All see right. what we got going on. Going. But yeah, uh, yep. thank you for your time. No problem, guys. Thank you so much for the opportunity to be live on your show, and I hope you fans enjoyed it out there. Thanks, guys, for all your hard work. I know we didn't get to. You know, I'm feeling kind of bad. We didn't really get to talk about the uh, the Polish Championship poll hardly at all. Are you guys going to talk about it after I'm gone? Or yeah, we got Clint Tucker. Okay. Clint Tucker's oh, okay. waiting to come on next to talk about Ship Shawana. So okay. I want to get him on a little bit. And yeah, it's all oh, good. So, you, so what you're saying is I ought to shut up and let Clint, Clint get on so he can go to bed too, then, huh? Yeah, pretty much. No, <laughs> uh, he'll talk for like four hours. So oh, oh is that right? Okay. <laughs> Here, I thought I was long-winded. No. You haven't met Tucker. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, have a good evening. Thanks so much for the opportunity. I appreciate it. Jeffy, Thank good you. to hear your voice. Tell mom and dad I said hello. Good that. Guys, take care. Thanks, good Jeff. You. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. That was good. That was good stuff. Oh, yeah. Jeff's a what? hoot. Tucker, can you hear us? You hear me? Yeah. Yep. Yes. Awesome. Well, the floor is yours, Mr. Tucker. Ship Shawana, January 13th through the 15th. Like I said, Ship Shawana, Indiana, the Midwest Winter Nationals. Tucker, you have battled COVID, the Amish Mafia, the state of Indiana, the governor. You've battled Illinois. I mean, you've done it all, buddy, and you still got these shows going on. How is 2022 shaping up for you, sir? Well, 18 years ago this week, we started this nonsense and I guess we're still going. We started this the Monday before Thanksgiving. I called uh, the Forcers out in Pennsylvania and a bunch of my super farm buddies and we put this, we, we put our first one together in 2005 and we did it the first week of February there in Gordyville. We, looked at about two ever two or three different buildings before anybody let us in and um, we're still rolling how hard oh, was it to uh sell the uh uh the hannigans on letting a bunch of rowdy rednecks come in and pull tractors in their horse barn i've never well, asked you that question i've always wondered well ruse to be honest with you i was actually in your state the first place i went was a uni dome yeah and the first three hours first three hours the meeting went well and then they told me to get out of the building <laughs> so something turned we really we, we we didn't know what we were doing 
when we, when we put together a really nice little presentation to show them, we were using the uh, template of what we were doing up there at Fort Wayne, and they dug that, especially when I started showing them trucks and mods and stuff, and then they then we started looking at tractors going down a track with smoke pipes on, and something bad had happened out there, and <clears throat> then they were disinterested after that. And I said, well, all of our tractors will go down a track with a smoke pipe on and a smoke machine. And and it was pretty much done after that. So then we so kept it was going. like a light switch, huh? Yeah. No kidding. I think the guys before us might have got the the roof dirty. And um, that was that was a uh, deal breaker. But thank God that uh, I had a lot of friends in the pulling game. We found that little auction barn, and I was really hesitant until we dug a little hole in the floor of it. There's black dirt underneath there. Then so, uh, I think I can make a track out of that. So we tried it, and we got lucky, and it worked. And for 16 years, we had a pretty good time there, and, and um, we were prepared to go back there in uh, this year but they gave her date away so the pullers and the fans say stay up where you're at we made a lot of pretty hard to make business decisions and uh, we're going back up here again and uh, looking forward to working with the mac and hopefully uh we get some good weather and it all works out how's travis the dirt guy you talked to him lately haven't talked to Travis. He was still on the combine um, last week. So was I. I basically got done harvesting middle of the night on Tuesday. Come home, did my computer work and my paperwork for the business so that I actually makes a living. And then we went to our PPL Western Series banquet Friday. Came back home yesterday. And today was actually the very first day I actually started working on stuff for the pool. We sent out the uh, vendor packets today. Um, st started going through the, the box seat paperwork. I just let it stack up here because it's just been too busy. And we got some box seats still available. A uh, couple on the smoke tube side. Probably two or three on the starting line of the, of the uh, I, got, I call it the west side non-smoke tube side we got them available still if anybody's interested just facebook message me or ryan and we'll get you taken care of it's a better deal to own a box seat than it is buy a ticket but especially if you're going with a group right oh yeah how big does a group have to be to make it a, a better deal all the way around eight you gotta eight. have eight eight buddies and uh their pit passes all you know all weekend anywhere you want to go one, one thing you can't do is go running down the track. You know, it's it's a it's a better deal. Um, we did our this is our first year we ever did a online pre registration and that went over fantastic. We got full classes and most of the classes were struggling with a couple, but they have their own personal demons. Um, the light pro class is going to be 
very, very good. We still got probably three or four more guys trying to get there. Uh, hot farms are full. You know, we are probably 85, 90% full on total entries. So I think it's going to be just as good as last year, if not better. The, the building wants us to get done a little bit earlier, you know, they don't like the marathon stuff like we used to do at Gordyville, but we're doing our best to accommodate everybody. But hopefully uh, now that everybody's kind of getting calmed down with harvest, the whole crew of us that do this, we can start making making this one uh, reality and make it happen. And then we have a another one that we're going to do in conjunction with Holes Hour, like you guys are doing uh, the first week in March. And DeCoin at that facility. DeCoin is is that two nights, Tucker? Is that two sessions? It has actually three sessions. Okay. Brad has a an idea and we're gonna try to make it work for him. He wants he wants to run six six classes. They run twice, Friday night, Saturday afternoon, and the the ten farthest distances out of your out of both competitions go to the final on Saturday night. Cool. What classes are they having in DuCoin, Clint? Um, we're going to have uh, the 85 limited pros and the four ones like we always do. Uh, we're going to have, you know, PPL rules of light supers, um, the little mods on Nebraska Bush rules, Grand National mini rods, and two-wheel drive trucks. Nice. And the, um, the 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 Grand National Mini Rods and two-wheel drive trucks. Uh, my wife and I are looking for like a like a small desktop grandfather clock uh, that we're going to give out to the winners on Saturday night in memory of Larry Kester and Johnny Moonball. That's awesome. So uh, I keep trying to get hold of Paul, but he keeps call screening me. I think he wants me. I think he he keeps thinking I need him to do something. But, Paul was uh, in a Paul was in an attic uh, up to his neck in insulation when you called. So yes, that's terrible. I will be recalling. I will be calling you back. So your phone your phone doesn't work in the attic, Paul. My phone was downstairs. Okay. Are you still Paul, itchy? Paul, we do I'm have. I'm trying a, to take a freaking shower right now. Paul, we do have a uh, meeting Saturday after or Saturday morning here, but. Ships you want to end the coin if you have time. Okay. In the garage. Brooks making a ton of food. And of course, you know, the rest of the rowdies will be here. Copy that. What, Clint, what, like, I guess, what specific information you want to get out to the pullers tonight and or the spectators, like about tickets or registration? I mean, I got, I've been kind of scrolling through the website as you've been talking. I got the link put into the chat. Anything that you want to specifically say? Well, the tickets are different this year. Zolix got it to where you buy them, print them off, and bring them in. We got scanners now; we can scan them. That's different. You know, we were pretty archaic in the past and just sending tickets. And um, so, if you buy a ticket, you got to print it off and bring it in, and the girls will scan it, get you in the door. Uh, you know, uh, pre-sale tickets are a little cheaper than than at the door. Uh, we have capabilities. People keep saying, well, well, we don't know if we can come or not. We don't want to, we don't want you to get sold out. That place will hold about 3,500, you know, full. Uh, 
we have several pre-sale tickets already. Um, that's a good thing. Um, it's the hotel, you know, the difference between my poll and uh, Louisville is Mike Witt's not a travel agent, but we have to be trying to find hotels for people. Shipshwan sold out. Uh, Goshen's got plenty of hotels up on the, the toll road. There's some hotels up there. Uh, you're going to have to find one because in, you know, in town, they're full. But, but that's a good indication that there's going to be a lot of people there. And um, because we have, like I said, we got tons of tractors already. We have more tractors now than we did last year at this time. And like I said, the hot farm class is full. Light pros are full. You know, the only thing we're struggling on is light limited, but they got their own demons. <laughs> I don't know how to fix that deal. But uh, we're, getting, we're getting a few more diesel trucks in every day. And... You know, it's it's going to be a really, really good show. Uh, well, that facility is amazing, Clint. I mean, I know it's really expensive to have that at the Met, but, man, we talk about, like, an awesome indoor facility. I don't think anybody can disagree, Clint, that that's, that's amazing. So. Well, it's one of those deals you get what you pay for, and um, <clears throat> the long track, the nice heated pit, pit area, uh, it's just better for the fans up there. Uh it's a little it, it's a little longer drive for the people from Missouri and Iowa and Minnesota, but I think it's worth it once you once you get there. It's worth it, and um, the uh, the people up there that we deal with, uh, there's no there's 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 no in, anytime you have any problems, there's somebody there to solve it. So it, it's a good facility. Uh, happy to be there. Proud to be there. And hopefully this year we'll get through a little hiccups we had last year and be a little smoother show, a little faster show, and everybody really enjoy it. Clint, is the super farm is the super farm class full? The super farm class is full. It is okay. But we, if we have waiting lists for every class, because I know dinos eat a few tractors this time of year. So if a guy is interested in coming, just email me and I'll put you on the waiting list. And then if something bad, unfortunate would happen to one of the guys already pre-entered, you know, we will get a hold of you as soon as possible and uh, get you on the list. Clint, what is it? Clint at what's your email, bud? Clint at what's smoking.net. Hey, Clint, what does uh, sponsorship look like? You got any sponsor spots left? Trying to fill still? We just started that today. Ah. You know, all the classes are available. Um, <clears throat> you know, you put your name on the put your name on the class. Uh, you get your name on the on the little trophies we give out, and uh, there's a few perks to go with that. Um, last year we had almost all the classes sold. Uh, I, I think this year, you know, I probably got seventy or eighty percent of them already spoke for just never send them ne- never send out anything till this till this week because like i said it was in a co- combine till tuesday night <laughs> but Fair uh, enough. we're gonna we're gonna get aggressive with it and try to get all the class we like to have every class sold and we like to have every, every class sold by christmas and start reaching out to people right now 
Um, a lot of people still don't believe we're gonna we're gonna be able to go up here and pull. And I was like, I think we're good to go now. Big Ten basketball rolls, we roll, no big deal. It's yeah. good to go. And we'll have to wear the stupid. We'll, hopefully, we we'll have to wear the stupid masks either. Agreed. It's still a smoking deal. One hundred fifteen bucks for a weekend pass for all of that. I mean, you can't beat that with the big stick, right, Paul? So, right, there's gonna be five hundred. There's gonna be five hundred passes during the week. Yeah. Yep. Bring it. And Woody's absolutely elated because the the Wamba class is at capacity. It's gonna be the biggest classic mod show indoors ever. You're paying twenty three cents uh, for a truck or tractor. That's what it costs you for one hundred fifteen dollar weekend pass. Twenty three cents just per vehicle as a fan. So that was quick math. So pretty impressive, <laughs> huh? Yeah. Well, a lot of people have questions like, "Can we walk around a pit area?" And absolutely, you can walk around a pit area till two hours for the show every day, and um, meet the pullers and stuff. But we just don't have we just don't allow a lot of fans back here because we have to move everything around. It's kind of controlled chaos back there but um but yeah you know we try to do all we can for the fans and uh, hopefully this year the the mech realizes the amount of people that's coming in there and then uh, both sides of the building they'll have uh, food and and beverages and uh be ready for us because last year i think they weren't quite ready for what we brought i think they'll be but i think they'll be more prepared this year more pretzel stands. Yeah, more pretzel yes, stands and more beer stands. That Thank too. God. Those pretzels are amazing. That's why you're fat, Paul. Hey, I'm fine with it. <laughs> Took me 42 years to build this temple. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Clint, what are you and Justin thinking for uh, uh, a worthy cause this year? Has anything presented itself? I just talked to Justin tonight. I think we're going to build a mechanical bull for Thurman Munford Jr. Good call. And That's and perfect. Donate, and donate that is all utterly money, perfect. Donate all the money to his family. Because Thurman pulled with us. I enjoyed a lot of time with Thurman, his dad and his son. I mean, I actually went out there to their place in 1995, videoed a couple of pulls that Thurman was kind of involved with out there. And, uh, yeah, it's a tragic deal, and I hate that we – have those kind of things, but you know, whenever you deal with as many pullers as we do at our events, and uh, you know, this kind of stuff occurs. And you know, Thurman was a great guy. Enjoyed drinking whiskey with him. Enjoyed getting to visit with him out there in the cold pit area of Goryville. Hate that he's gone. And if we can build a toy and put a few dollars in his family's pocket, I think that's what we're going to do. That's awesome. I, I like that a lot. Yeah, Clint, it, it always sucks that there's a, there's a reason to have a cause like this. I mean, no, nobody wants that, but um, we all we all hope it's never one of us. But um, the fact that we that we do it and everybody rallies and you know, Big Rye, your beard's about sort of back to where it was. Oh, it's all the way back. It's all the way back. Okay. By the time by the time we get to uh, the uh, weekend in uh, January, it'll be good. We'll be good. And I'll bring clippers myself so uh, uh, Kando Howell doesn't need to come and run for him. But uh, y'all are going to have to pony up to do it. 
No, that's awesome, Ryan. Thank you so much. We can't cut Cole's hair off this year because Cole's going to stiff us because I think Cole is going to go race at Bristol with his Hornet car. She's not going to be at ship <laughs> Can't take enough vacation time off. Well, I say then we uh, just need to shave his head or shave his, you know, whatever crazy hairstyle he's got rolling the next time we all see him. Uh, he's so kind of on principle. And then the take mullet. all the money out of his wallet and give it to there, the Munfords. I have a feeling that uh, there's a certain someone that might have something to say about that. Miss Katie. Yeah, he's got Maybe like a run like faster a than her. girlfriend now. Yeah. We'll call it aerodynamics. His car will be faster. There you go. <laughs> I'm just proud that one of the what smoking guys is going to race at Bristol. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I'm not going to lie. If you ever, if you, if you ever in the central part of Illinois and goals racing a Hornet, it's worth to go in the pit area with him because it, it is, it's hilarious. I went twice this year and I had a blast. It's a different kind of motorsports. I've never been around much, but I, I actually enjoyed my time watching Cole go around around in a circle. Well, Clint, the one question that we ask every unlimited super and diesel super, well, how they feel about diesel supers and Alki supers pulling together. The one question you get all the time is, are we ever going back to Rantoul again? How do you answer that to everybody? Um, I don't know right now. Um, the, do you want to go back, Clint? The building at Gordyville is where we're from. He never want to burn a bridge. Um, they replaced us with a, I think a horse auction this year. The family's going through some things right now. And uh, Jeff suits is kind of my local guy there. And he told me that it probably just be best. if We went back up there and uh, did our show up there and let the fans decide what they want to do in the future. And so as of right now, we're going to be pulling at the Mac from this point forward until somebody changes my mind. Fair enough. That was one of the questions we had asked. I know you can't see them because you're uh, on audio only, but that, is, that was one of the questions in the chat. So, well, we started pushing it on our social media platforms the last couple weeks. We're doing daily shares about the event. Zolik uh, sent me a, ba- a flyer today. So, uh, yeah, I think it's it's all eyes on ship Shawana, Clint, right now. So, Well, I think, I mean, I think the guys in Lexington are going to be able to pull theirs off in uh, a couple weeks before us. And then, um, We'll fill in behind them, and then uh, I think we're off into Louisville. So, and hopefully that everything in March works out for Ken out Kansas City and Melissa out there in Lincoln. So March is going to be pretty full. Um, our show in Decoin is we wanted to make it make sure it's a lot different than our show in Shipshawana because you know you don't. You don't want to do the same thing over and over again. We tried that and failed. But uh, the coin deal will be very interesting. Um, the environment down there is a lot different. The building's amazing. Um, the dirt's pretty good. And hopefully we can get that all figured out for Brad because, you know, first time Brad's promoted an event inside, and I've warned him. I was like, it's different, <laughs> but he's fearless, and we'll figure it out. We'll get it done for him. Um, that's a full, that's full 300 in there too, right? Tucker. That's about 270. Okay. Because I was, um, going through YouTube. I found some old diesel super videos from Decoin back when you had the, that event there. I think that was yours. So, yeah, there's no, there's no way pulling those sides us. 
The nice thing about the coin is actually that building was made to run uh, micro sprints and midgets in it. The ventilation in that facility is amazing. Okay. Nice. All the, all the alcohol stuff in there, it won't bother you. Perfect. Well, Tucker, do you got anything else or we'll let you go, bud? No, I mean, I appreciate you guys, everything you do. Um, get, I've been getting a lot of questions about you guys' poll in uh, Nashville. Like, my hat's off to you. That's going to be a really neat deal. Um, I hope the weather leaves you alone. I, those boys got You're going to be there. What the hell do you care? You're going to be there. <laughs> I hope I am. Hopefully I am. We're not taking no for an answer. <laughs> you could you can park that planter for a day or two. <laughs> Hopefully I'm done. <laughs> well, that works too. That I mean, just put it. Just grab another gear while you're doing it, and you'll be fine. There we go. Camera I'm down. behind you guys. I'm a gun. I'm behind you guys 100. And uh, I think what you guys excited. are doing. I think what you guys are doing down there is is uh, what needs to be done in this game. You know. Basically, what you're doing is kind of what we did. This is a lot bigger scale. And um, outside, you know, the indoor stuff and the outdoor stuff that's, in, you know, kind of an in, in, invite yourself deal is um, it cleans things up. It makes things a little more professional because guys want to be there. And uh, I think this is the first effort of a lot of things that's going to probably develop like this in the future. And um, guys that want to go like your, your championship pool there, you, you know, those are the guys that care about the game. And um, I, if we want to take ourselves to the next level, this is, this is a very good first step. That's that's that means a lot coming from you, Tucker. Yeah, we appreciate the vote of confidence, buddy. Time. You know that. Well, we all know without Holzauer, none of us have the stones to do this. So thank you, Brad Holzauer. So <laughs> well, Brad's fearless and um and but Brad's been around a lot of different kind of motorsports than just tractor ball. Um, yep, junior dragsters and everything, yep. the boats and, and yep. you know, he, he sponsored Pro soccer drag cars. And I was I was that St. Louis the day the car he was sponsoring the, the gal got a Wally, and that was that was awesome. Um, but uh, you know, Brad's philosophy in motorsports is very unique, and uh, I'm lucky to have him as a friend, and I'm lucky to have that facility so close. Um, I've drug a lot of my outdoor stuff to his facility and a lot of guys was, re was really hesitant because most of my guys you know live out west and and every year it gets better and um john wagner i like to pick on johnny he always complains about having to pull in illinois and it was a western series right pulling in illinois and he was the first guy to sign up for the 85 living pro and let me let me tell you this week at my banquet i let him know about it <laughs> <laughs> i hope you call him the walrus too <laughs> he does have a walrus mustache going. <laughs> I've never Leroy. actually said it to him in person, but God, I want to. <laughs> Leroy had a lot of had a lot of questions about the mustache this weekend at the banquet. I love it, Tucker. But, thanks for all that you do. Uh, anytime you want to come on, you know we really started hammering you mid December on, but because leading up right. to the event, we we uh. 
it's one of my favorite indoor pools because of the fact that you give a hot farms and pro farms and the classes that this is their Louisville. I've always said that. Sure. I've always say that. That's why I always have your back for the way you blend all these classes together. It's like a big malted milkshake of craziness. So well, it's not easy. I mean, there's a lot, there's an army of people behind me and uh, I'm just an idiot that tries to keep it all together. Um, but you know, I don't know the guy here in the right corner, but the rest of you guys have been behind me a hundred percent the whole time. And, um, the, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't for all of you guys effort. This wouldn't happen. And it, it kind of seems like it's, it's happening easier this year than ever, but I know in the next uh, six weeks, we're going to have some things. We got, we got some things brewing for the light pros. Uh, we're, we're trying to come up with some big carrots for, uh, the winners and uh hopefully we can announce that here in, in the next couple of weeks um we're we're also trying to uh you know try try to get a, a few more other little sideline things done um we want to announce our class sponsors every every day when we get one you know i can tell you right now jeff jeff suits uh, farm repairs you know already come on board and sponsoring a couple classes and and uh, Heritage Iron's been bugging me that they're wanting to get their get get their name on on some classes because you know it's kind of a race because they 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 try to pick out the the cool stuff right off the get go <laughs> and uh, and we're excited and really appreciate all all the help. We're not the most aggressive promoters in the world. You guys help us out a lot with that. We're all just old farmers and tra old tractor pullers and and uh, but. We're trying to try to make the track the best we can. Donnie Bungart and I are, and Jr. We were talking about trying to make the smoke tube better. You know, Donnie's got some just unbelievable ideas how to make the smoke tube stay together this year, and it's going to be quite a quite an investment and quite a ton of work to to get that thing put together like we are planning to do it to where it doesn't come apart because. Our event at Ship Shawana is, is pretty unique. Um, nobody's smoke tube goes down to tracking faster than there. And that is, that is a, you know, Justin Hopkins, I think last year almost went 35 mile an hour to hit the sand pile. Yep. And, and our smoke tube, that's hard on it. And they're trying to figure out how to, make it to where it's not, that's not a problem. And working with the best sled guys in the nation and then the best smoke tube, you know, it's, it, it's a lot, it's a lot of planning to do this. It, when it's, when it's perfect, it looks like it's no, it's no big deal, but uh, we're doing everything we can to pre-plan and try to make this thing go perfect this year. Cause last year we had a few hiccups. We don't want them anymore. Well, so we want to be able. Are we going to get an interesting muscle tractor to uh, bed the sled this time? Well, I kind of always throw that on Sherry at Heritage Iron, and uh, maybe anybody's got any ideas. That's uh, we're always up for suggestions as long as it doesn't smoke the whole building. That Amish guy does not like that. <laughs> had a nice conversation with Kevin Moore this weekend, and I sure hate that he can't come run, but until. Till we get about a dozen of those little guys, we can put a smoke tube on the mini rod sled. Uh, 
Kevin's just a supporter and behind us 100. percent He can't he can't come in there and play anymore. But uh, stay tuned. You can come out and see him out west this, with us this summer. Yeah, you added the small block mini rods. You want to talk about that a little bit? Western series. Yeah, we had a nice little meeting on Saturday. Um, we're gonna we're gonna add that class. Um, we're trying to. Um, I had some conversations today with uh, some of the competition directors of NHRA trying to figure out how to combine a 671 blower with a mini rod that has turbos on it. Um, Mike Evans. Yeah, we're having some. We're we're we're, we're having that conversation, and because um, right now the rules are the the little blown mini rods can only have a 671 blower, and the turbo mini rods really have no rules. Well. In this day and age with turbochargers and what's going on in drag racing, that could become a problem. So we're trying to figure that out to where those guys then, have a template and um, they know how big a turbos they can put on them and keep everything kind of on a level playing field. That's Charles. You probably are just licking your chops, aren't you? I'm, I'm loving thinking about it. But as far as what the answer is, I, I don't have one. I, I don't know where to set that line at. Well, um, been talking back and forth a little bit on emails with the guys at, at Pro Chargers today, and hopefully uh, we'll get something figured out. And then, Clint, is, is the Western Series putting in, like, that Outlaw Pro Stock class? What, like, what are you guys calling it? Is that it? Well, that's a, I was at the Outlaw Banquet this weekend. That was a rumor that I heard. Yeah. Um, of course, uh, you know, last year the topic was we were thinking about uh, allowing components in the four one class, which everybody has their opinion on. And Jason loves that idea, by the way. Hey, Paul, yeah. why don't you go back to the attic and stuff your yeah. head in there, <laughs> kiddo? So. so, the guys that that kind of wanted to do that, I've talked to every in, each and every one of them individually, and we decided in in lieu of that, they would just go on up and we would do pro stock. And I got to watch the Outlaw Pro Sox last year in Mexico and got to spend some time with them this year at Buckner because we all kind of pulled together and got to visit with a bunch of them. And um, we decided in lieu of uh, component four ones, maybe we would just make these tractors go on up, put the billet pumps on, put five-inch turbos on them. And the guys that, were, that run with me day in and day out, they decided that's kind of the direction they wanted to go. Um, you know, we only, we'll only have three or four, maybe five proprietary tractors to us. You know, we're not out here trying to steal outlaws pro stock class. So they have a great pro stock class and we're not going to try to book on top of them. We're trying to bait them away from them. Cause that's just dumb. But um, we will, we, we will start this, you know, you know, the whole reason why the whole Western series got started is because, these some of the same guys wasn't allowed to pull the outlaws for a while. Um, uh, Doug had made a decision to make it a small block class only, and then and I had guys with case tractors and big block deer tractors that couldn't compete with them anymore. And that's basically how the, the, the Western Series got started. It was a bunch of you know uh, misfit toy for one guys, and uh, so. Uh, some of the same ones are the ones that are wanting to go component and the four ones. And now we're just going to just go ahead and go and build the components or, or build the weird 
caster in tractors and just put 680 motors in them and, and uh, the five inch turbo on and um, go that direction. I think that that will that will calm everything down and keep and hopefully keep everybody happy for a little bit longer. No, I love it. I love it. Thank you very much. Well, I'm not saying the five inch Weimer turbo is the 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 right answer. My personal opinion was I just wanted to go to any five inch smoothbore turbo, but that come with a lot of resistance from some. I won't name any names, but I don't like going in a box. Um, but for right now, I guess that's what we're doing. I'm not the happiest about it, but you know, I'm just trying to steer it. I'm trying to work for the promoters and then, you know, that way I don't promise them something that I can't provide. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to sit there and tell them I'm going to have 10 tractors in this class, but this same way with the light pros. Um, I think, you know, Outlaw and I, we have a pretty good relationship working back and forth. We kind of share them. Maybe we can share a couple uh, pro socks and make it all work because, you know, we got to work together or it's never going to work. It's never going to work at all. No, that five inch class has a lot of potential. So that's neat. Neat. I've watched it with the outlaws as well. And they, they sound good. They make good smoke. That's for sure. So, well, the difference pro between P the difference between PPL pro socks and outlaw pro socks is outlaw pro socks. still have their eyes open from two fifty on yep. <laughs> the PPL guys, they got their eyes close to where the hoods going to come clear over the top of the roll cage. Yep. But they're yep. cool. I mean, 4,000 horse yep. pro stocks are cool. Um, you know, I've been watching all this stuff on pulloff.com, and I just think it's hilarious. You know, I want to get on there so bad, and it's like not all pro stocks are created the same. No. There is a difference. The guys that run NTPA Grand National and the guys that run the Championster, those guys are the dudes. Um, there's, there's, there's actually three – three levels of pro stocks in the United States. I enjoy all of them, but um, there's guys that run state. There's guys that run outlaw and there's guys that run the, the, the turt, the champions turn and the NTPA and, and those guys that run that, that, that big series with the big turbos and run them hard. My hat's off to them. That's an investment of time, money, and sanity. Sanity. Yeah. Yes. Well, this is the first year I know in the last four or five. I haven't got to speak to Mike Witt personally yet. I, I, it's, well, he's on my list of people to call and aggravate here. Now that I'm done <laughs> harvesting. But uh, there's actually more pro stocks uh, entered at Louisville than he has spots, and that's awesome. Yeah. Nice. Really? Nice. I've been a while. Yeah, that's always been a – we've always heard that's been a, a fight. So. You're going to get your money's worked under this year. There's, 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 there's going to be some pretty serious efforts to go down that little track in Freedom Hall. It's going to be a great deal. Cool. Well, Clint, good luck at ship. We're going to keep pushing it for you. You know that. Just Appreciate let us know it. what you need to get out there. Um, thank you for the compliments on the, on the Polar's Championship. We're all really excited about that. We have, we have a lot of work ahead of us yet, but we have a good team of us and. Um, Happy Thanksgiving to you and the fam. So, yeah, thank you guys so much for all you guys do. And Charles, you got a minute? You get done, and I give me a shout. And then I want to visit a minute. All right. You got to. 
Thank you, buddy. Thank you, guys. Yep. See you, bud. See you, man. See you, bud. See you, Tuck. Sir Tucker says it best. So. Well, boys, we're at, we're at a buck 44 for time, so we've, we've never – we'll never get a show done. <laughs> I like how we discuss – we need to start cutting this down so it's about an hour long. And Yep. We do a great job. Get right on that. We do half of our crowd is gone, but I mean the half that's still here. But it is um Mackenzie downloads us now. I think one of you told me to do that. And the last two or three weeks is now on Spotify and iTunes. I ran into a lot of pullers at Diesels and Dark Corners that said we can't stay up as late as you knuckleheads, but we'd like to listen to it during the day at work. Um one of them was a Van Hazley truck or a truck that you know comes from the Hazley shop. Well, most diesel trucks come from the Hazley shop, but you know what I'm saying. They like to listen to the podcast. So the podcast is up. This will be on iTunes and Spotify tomorrow before noon. So on Let's Grow Pulling. So that's pretty cool. So. You must be talking about Asher and that crew. I am. And Hockey and. Yep. I am, I am. So, Paul, we don't care what you have to say. Brent, do you got anything good for the for the people? Um, just working on. We, uh, well, it was only just. Charles and Jason, and myself, at the last meeting on Thursday, uh, but we end up we did reach out to every we believe every puller now has been officially contacted. Um, they know about it, uh, so they've they been served. December thirty, what? They've been served. They served yeah. their papers. So they had till the end of the day, eleven fifty nine p.m. Central Time on December thirty first to get their registration in. Um, if there's any pullers out there that need some assistance, uh, just reach out to me. Contact information is on the website or just message the uh, Facebook page. Um, I did help one puller tonight uh, get registered. So if you're having issues, just let me know. We can always do it over the phone. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, so I've been working a lot on that. Uh, been getting posting uh, commitments as they come in, um, obviously one by one. So I'm scheduling those out now. So those should be out every single day um, until we run out of them. Um, and then uh, once we finish the fan voting, which will be starting on uh, January 3rd, we will start, we'll do the same thing with the fan voted ones as well. So uh, be on the lookout for more information on that come probably after Christmas. And then, uh, then yeah, and then for WTPA side of things, got our banquet in two, three weeks, three weeks, December 9th, I believe it is, is a WTPA banquet. So I have a couple things I need to do for that. And, uh, yeah. Also, anybody wants to sponsor the, the Polish Championship, um, I will have a form that should be on the website by Wednesday. This is the goal. So um, hopefully we're going to have a vendor one as well. So if anybody's looking for a vendor spot, that will be on there with more information as well as uh, the size of vendor spots that will be available. So this is our most recent um uh, premiere, right? Brent, mm -hmm. most recent one? Yep. Justin Hoffman. So he is, um, I guess I'll tease a little bit, but uh, he is uh, the, he was our sixth person to commit, and we currently have 28 that have paid in about 10 days. 
Um, and we have, uh, we've heard from about seven or eight others that verbally have committed. They just haven't paid yet. So we are approaching about 40% if those verbally uh, pullers commit as well um, of the initial entries that or the initial invites that went out and promoter choices. I think we'll see a lot of our, um, I think we'll see a lot of people commit, you know, get signed up over the holidays. Brent, they got a little time to sit down, get yep. out of the field and different things like that. So Yeah. And every day I swear I have at least one person reaching out about stuff. And um, I mean, it does sound like there's going to be a couple pullers that won't be able to make it. One we know because they're going to a pizza truck. Um, according to Jason. <sighs> that, and, uh, um, just keep going. That, <laughs> that one right there, the one you just brought up, the Bartling Farms 85 Limited Pro, it has just been released. Mr. Esden Bartling will be piloting that ship. Uh, Danny has given him the green light. He just posted it today so you're gonna see Esden take on the best of the best in the 85s yep i bet he's just not excited at all oh he's nope. peed his pants a couple times today i'm sure yeah so uh then um also i mean we i have heard from one or two pullers that they aren't 100 sure if they're going to commit yet or not just due to the farming aspect of things which we understand but uh we're going to make sure to fill those spots with fan boats or uh, find somebody to replace it if it's in a promoter's choice class. So we will, uh, we'll definitely, we'll definitely fill things out. It's starting to come they're coming in quicker and quicker. So things are going fast. So Adam, I use speak the text in our, in our group chat a lot. And I was saying super stock diesel trucks, but, and I talked too fast and everybody knows that. And it came out on my chat as super stock pizza. What was it? Yep. Super um, stock pizza truck, super stock pizza trucks. Which would be probably like one of the most badass things in the world. Just kind of throwing that out there. Well, I got to thinking about that. You know, what would be on a super stock? You know, three, three or four turbos, right? Some, uh, some fuel lines, some right? ovens. Yep. It'd be, it'd be a lot like that van that you and I saw, Ryan. That pulling van that was wicked cool. Yes. We could, we could do that. We could also build a bus. Yeah, that that ranks higher on the priority list. Probably a little bit. Charles, what's going through your mind? Just getting through the week. Uh, I'm going to go scope out some antique pullers this coming weekend in uh, Wausau, Ohio, and, and scout out to get ready for NATPA's visit to Michigan coming in second weekend of Michigan, or uh, second week of Michigan, second week of December. And, uh, yeah, no off season for me. Let's go. Let's go. Cody? Uh, working through pictures. Uh, spent the weekend down at uh, the Ozarks with the Outlaw Banquet. And working through pictures from different various things and some videos. And we'll kind of see what kind of comes next. January is going to be full. February is going to be full. So kind of fly by the seat of your pants type of thing. Full-time job, part-time jobs, you know. It's calving season about that time for us. We we like the real cold cold weather. We're kind of diehards for that, so um, it'll be it'll be fun. Joe Hurd's awake, guys. He's one of my favorite um, Shipshawana people. So. Joe, I saw a package of Twizzlers today, and it made me think of you. 
I'll bring some with me this year. Oh, those are so good. <clears throat> Weren't those? Oh, yeah. Which ones did I wait, re- refresh my memory? Which ones did I bring? You had like some sort of like there were, were they green? the key lime ones? Yeah, those. And then was there like a creamsicle type one? Yeah, there was an orange creamsicle. Kara's yeah. got Kara knows that if she sees them, buys she buys them. So I think we've got a few packages. I'll make sure I bring them both. If you don't know who Joe Hurt is, he is like the great conductor of the pits. And um, you just don't mess with Joe. It's that simple. <laughs> and don't get in the way either because he will run you over. Not on purpose, but kind of. So. And he's a crazy cat lady who's a man. He loves his cats. Okay. Orange and cream, Joe says. Orange and cream. So. Real quick, um, just uh, give your people an extra hug this week. Amen. We lost some. We lost a couple people this weekend. Um, Clint alluded to Thurman Munford Jr. passing away in Mechanical Bull International off the East Coast. And uh, personally, on the other side, you know, I do a lot with the drag racing world. And um, Brian Gray, who ran a, a pro mod with the Outlaw Diesel Super Series Drag Series, world's fastest seven three. Um, he was killed in a car accident along with his son. Um, his wife and other son were in that accident as well. His wife's in ICU. Um, it's tough. You know, I, I do the whole series, did the whole series for those guys last year and will do again in 2022. And I, I didn't know Brian that well, but, you know, when you do the entire circuit for, for a, a sanctioning body, you start to see people as your people. And um, that one, that one hurts. He, he was a good guy and, and really was a pioneer in, in the direction he chose to go and was very, very respected. And, and uh, um, a lot of people looked up to him and reached out to him for advice that he was free, free and willing to give. So it's, it's a big hole on that side. I, I know this is a pulling show, but no, it's, just uh, take, it's you know, it's take, that sec- take that second and, and, Hug your wife, hug your kids, hug your family, hug your friends. Tell them you love them because you just don't know. No, I and I said that earlier. Unfortunately, there's always a reason to have a benefit tractor at Gordyville. So, yep. Or shoot, I said it. Yeah. I, I didn't want the whole show and I didn't say Gordyville. Ship Shawana, Midwest Internationals. So. I know what you meant. No, I, I promised people I wouldn't say that anymore. So. I signed I signed a, a con- uh, contract, Charles. <laughs> breach of contract breach you shut up at a attic boy <laughs> that's the best you got come on schultz you're slipping i well i don't know i am a little tired i'm not gonna lie so. well let's shut her down then bruce i've got two things one of them i need a visual for would you pull up the uh polish championship website Almost. That's not the Polar's Championship. <laughs> Squirrel. I just want you to go to one tab. That was that was a Freudian slip. It's what everybody who is the hater on the internet wants us to be, which is the, the bus that runs over us and hopefully <laughs> fail. Right. Moving and Cody's on. building a bus, but he's not going to run over on. anybody. Yeah, and all I can say is you better. All I can say is you better be taking license plates because we're gonna win. 